0: Hello there, boxing fans around the world! Welcome to another exciting episode of Knuckle Up, featuring Mike Orr at four. It's Hump Day finally, and boy, have we got a special episode lined up for you. We have an interview, as promised yesterday. We we brought someone special uh, who's waiting to to join us. Uh, he's in the green room. He's drinking uh, Gatorade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he better because he's got a fight coming up.
1: Yes, very cool. Very cool. Hey, Mike, I'll, I'll leave the actual introduction of our special guest up to you. And uh, why, don't you,
0: why don't you bring him on and then knock me out, send me over to the corner, and yeah. uh, you take it
1: on. All right, yeah, cheers.
0: Definitely. As promised, guys, Wade Jones, the third, 23, lightweight out of Stockton, California, unbeaten 7 0, five knockouts. We finally got him in the studio, we finally got him here. Most underrated boxer, I believe, right now coming out of california or coming out of the u.s and uh yeah we have him here and we're going to talk to him and uh we're going to we're going to get down to it man i can't wait to uh, i can't wait to start this interview graham unfortunately you won't be here for this but uh make sure you stay tuned and, and watch uh, i'll be listening, I'll be listening. <laughs> well without further ado i guess we should uh we should bring in our guests and uh start this interview off for sure come on down. yeah there we go there we go wade awesome awesome thank you for uh taking the time out to come and have this uh this interview honestly i know you're super busy we've been in contact for the last couple of weeks trying to work around your schedule you know you're a busy man but i understand you're a pro boxer your your team is keeping you busy so you know just thanks again for coming out thanks for doing this um much appreciated
1: no thank you for having me i appreciate um you guys sharing your platform with me, and uh, even wanting me on here—that's awesome. Definitely,
0: definitely, definitely, man, definitely. So, um, let's let's just get right into it, man. Like, um, so you're a pro boxer now, seven seven fights under your belt. Uh, yes. You got one coming up next week. You know, five knockouts. Um, I couldn't find too much about your amateur career. Uh, could you tell me a little bit, like, um, you know, how, how your amateur career started? What kind of like like how long it was?
1: Your um, win yeah. win
0: loss percentage, that kind of stuff.
1: So uh, I didn't. I started boxing late. I started boxing when I was around 16. Oh, had my first amateur fight around 17, and I didn't have too long of a uh, amateur career. So my amateur background's not too deep. I had about 30 amateur fights. I was um 23, I think 23 and seven as an amateur. Oh
0: wow!
1: Oh wow! Either so, 24 and six or 23 and six. It was one of those two as an amateur, and then I went ahead and made the switch. I had more of a pro style anyway. Um, Def,
0: definitely definitely got a pro style, man. I, I must <laughs> say that, that that I've from watching the fights that I've seen of you, I, I must say that your 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 ring IQ is much much higher than than you know your 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 professional record, man. You 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 fight you fight like an older fighter. You know, you have I that you have that. that in you. And um honestly man, and, and, and you see it and you get better every time you fight, every every single fight I've watched. I, um I, I, Well, so you're a self self-proclaimed boxing nerd i heard this I yeah. <laughs> now now is that what uh is that what got you into boxing huge super fan of it
1: uh no actually i never watched boxing until like probably six seven months before i got into it um the way i started boxing was kind of uh, a little different nobody in my family really boxed um i just was uh i always liked to fight kind of and i didn't like to wrestle i only like to like go from the shoulders how we like to call it we like to go from the shoulders so um when i was getting in trouble in stockton i got sent away to my dad who's from uh, miami florida my my parents were in the military so my dad's side is all from uh the miami area the florida area, miami florida area and then my mom's side is all from stockton california um where i, where I grew up so um and about Ninth grade, in the ninth grade, uh, in the summer, uh, going to tenth grade, I, I I got sent over there because I was having trouble at home, and um, that's where I started watching. It because when I was over there, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I didn't know anybody. I grew up in Stockton my whole life, so um, I didn't have no friends. I didn't know none of my cousins like that. Um, the ones that I did knew that I did know, they went they're in a whole different section. They went to a whole other school district, so I had to start from scratch. And it was um, a real you know it was a real humbling experience, but um. So while I was there on the on the weekends, Friday night, Saturday night, boxing beyond, so uh, I'd watch MMA and boxing, and then you know, I, like I said, I only like to go from the shoulder, so uh, I kind of gravitated towards boxing more. And um, to come home, one of the um, the agreements was that I had to get play a sport, and uh, I used to play football, pop Warner as a kid for the South Stockton Vikings, and uh, <laughs> but um, and I didn't want to play football anymore. I was kind of undersized. I I I didn't really grow. I was like probably when I started boxing, I was like. 5'2", I was like 5'2", 100, probably like, I was thinking I was a little chubby, so I was like 130, 5'2", 130, but I, my first fight, my first, uh, my first amateur fight I fought at 111, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. wow, so I at 111, and um, so yeah, so I came back home, I started going back to my old high school, Um, and then I was talking about how I went to the box, and then uh ran into somebody whose dad just started up a gym. And that's why I, I trained there for like my first year and a half, and then uh, from there I got uh, linked in to with my now trainer. And oh, that's uh, really brought, and that's like, that's Salas. Salas yeah, Salas. Did you train uh, now. Salas, yeah. Okay, so and uh, that's Team Nasty, is, uh, correct? Team Nasty, yeah, that's the squad. On the that's, shirt, right? Oh, there's a shirt.
0: There's a shirt. <laughs> little promo. <laughs> right yeah, right right. On.
1: And so and they're and they're based
0: out of Stockton, California,
1: right? Yeah, all out of Stockton. Um, everything's yeah, everything's out of Stockton right now. Um, so yeah, so like, uh, I went from, um, training, like my, my, my boxing story is crazy for real Like if I went into detail about everything it'd take forever, but, um, so yeah, so I, I ended up training with, uh, Lionel and then, um, I think I started my amateur off, um, I think one in three, started my amateur off one in three and, um, nobody thought I was going to, you know, they, they're telling people, my friends are roasting me, they're telling me to quit all this and stuff, but people knew I could fight cause I used to like, um, I, I, yeah, uh, I used to fight, and like I never was scared to fight. Like I always had to fight people bigger than me. Like I know, um, at one point I felt like I ran like a little uh, uh like a little uh, call we call it holy favor. Like it's like a friendly fight. Everybody had the gloves, and I beat up like five people back to back, like from all different shapes and sizes. So they knew I could fight. I just like and um, one the one person there's a couple people that really believed in me at the time that said I was talented and stuff like that and um that's also uh his name's billy from tom's market it's one of the other people and then uh my homie lj always told me i was talented so never give up why everybody else was like maybe you should think about going to school and blah blah blah. because i told him as soon as i started boxing i started sparring my fourth day and i fell in love with boxing so as soon as i did that i was just like this is what i want to do in my life this is it this is it that's all So, yeah. so, so would
0: you say those would you say those two guys are your biggest influence influences for getting into boxing? Is because um, they had all that faith in you or do you have other influences that got you into boxing?
1: I wouldn't say they were the influences that get me into boxing, but they helped motivate me to keep boxing. Because right. there's a, a lot of dark moments. Like I said, I started on off one and of three. I was already what you know, 17. Uh everybody else that normally starts boxing, they start probably from four to like twelve, it's like the prime. Or four to even fourteen is like the, the golden age is the start. So anything after that is a little bit on the later side. So I didn't start too late, but I started kind of late. So
0: Do you um, do you feel because you started late you had to play catch up a lot? Or or was it just you you have that natural talent where you just picked up everything so quickly?
1: Um I think it was a bit of both. Like in the beginning I was playing catch-up, but then um as I got the right uh trainer and the right t- and I was getting taught um more technical stuff i picked it up really fast and then like now people can't tell like if i was to tell somebody i had 150 amateur fights and they just seen me fight for the first time they believe it like i can get away with this like that. yeah so, definitely
0: like, definitely you're, you when you're fighting your your ring experience does show like you 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 show veteran you know veteran status at such a young age in the ring already and uh you're only you're only gonna approve um, yeah,
1: that's the, that's the dope part. That's the that's, part. that's that's the awesome. thing, right? You're
0: only gonna improve.
1: I'm gonna get better.
0: Um, so, um, who influenced you to start start competi- like competing? Like, what what was he? What was the, you know, the push to actually get in the ring and do it?
1: Um, I, I think it was just me. I was I just self motivated. Like as soon as I stepped into the gym, I was like, oh yeah, I I loved it. So like, um, I wanted to, to to spar immediately after I spar. I wanted to compete as soon as I could, and um, I would have been competing a little earlier, but it's hard to find me fights because because my age and then my size, stuff so like that. So, but I just ended up growing. Like I hit like a, like a couple different growth spurts, like um, well, while I was boxing. So like I just kept getting bigger, and uh, right. so it got a little easier to find me fights. Like now, lightweight. Like uh, I've been fighting at lightweight since the amateurs. I was fighting at 132, and then when they changed the bracket, I was fighting at 138. So. Those divisions always been cracking. They always had a bunch of hitters in those divisions, and at the tournaments and like that. So if we hit a tournament, I got to fight like four or five times. So um, just wow. to win. So it's like um, it was cool. You know, I didn't have the the support system I had. Um, I had that I, I didn't have the support system I, that I have now. Back in those times, so it was kind of hard to hit the tournaments because of the funding and all that stuff. You know, um, right. You know, underprivileged and all that stuff. So. But um, the terms we did hit, it was it was cool. Like it was a great experience and everything. Like I I don't um, have any um, ill feelings towards the amateur program or like my amateur career. Uh, but I definitely love the pros a lot more, and I get a lot more love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely,
0: definitely. Well, those knockouts, man, those knockouts. Yeah. Um, you know what? I want to ask you. Describe describe the feeling you get when you knock out your opponent.
1: Um. It's is weird, it a feeling it like of
0: accomplishment? Like,
1: yes, I did it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little weird. Like, um, because I always like when I before I go in there, like, um, I kind of, I kind of already have scenarios played out into my head. So when um they come true, it's like, all right, all right, we're done. Like the work's done, and then <laughs> i would be Like, all right, now I get now we get to have fun now. And I was just like, and then when they announced that I wanted just like a a real like a flood of dopamine comes through my brain and it's like real addicting. So it's like, um, yeah. So after I knock somebody out, like, um, most of the time I, I expect, like, I know what I'm capable of. So I, if I don't get it, I probably be like, Oh, well, you know, it is what it is. But like, when I do get it, I'm like, okay, this is supposed to happen type stuff. Like, I feel like the people, um, I was in there that I stopped, I should have stopped. And the people that managed to survive shouldn't have. So, <laughs> so like, um, I'm really you know, real critical, and I and I have high expectations of myself. So, as of right now, when I get these knockouts, it's not like um, it's another day for me because I've been um, dropping, hurting, not stopping people for a long time now. So it's it's right to
0: So, so that being said, that being said, um, what, what what's what's your what's your favorite knockout out of your career so far? Which is your favorite uh, one?
1: My favorite, well, like I guess my favorite knockdown. Because he got back up is in my third pro fight against um his last name was rose house this just, oh, okay. just because of the the whole exchange and then it was like a very like i think it's sort of the fight that I'm, uh that caught me like buzzing around around the town so i think that's my favorite one but then of course i can't forget the um the first round stoppage of uh i forgot his name but i, I can't forget my first round knockout uh, with the body shot. So I think it's out of those two for sure. Those are my favorite ones. But I think Prozac is a little more favorite. I got that one tattooed on here.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> is um so was it was it after that fight that um that uh, you got approached by the Toscano Promotions?
1: Was I, it you? was that fight. They actually got me that fight. Um, so we were um, talking with them they're gonna put me on a card uh, in Stockton after that. That was when the uh, before the coronavirus. So it was like, hey, we'll put them on this card, and then you guys get here, we'll put them uh, on a the stocking card that we're going to throw. Um, so that was the, get, I thought a dude that was 4-0. I think I was 2-0 at the time. So um, and then I, I, I put it on him, and, you know, uh, we were all locked in, ready to go for the stocking card. I sold uh, almost $11,000 of the tickets, and then coronavirus got it canceled a week before the fight. So, oh. uh, yeah, so that was a heartbreaking But, you know, everything happens for a reason, so now... Um, it was a good experience. You know, I got to run around, hustle tickets, and, and then train, see everything, got that experience. And then now, like, I feel like my name is a lot bigger now, so right. I'm more prepared for everything that comes with fighting at home, um, the crowd, everything, like, with the, after, because I, I only expect the victory for myself, so after I win, um, the, the, everybody, because I feel like, um, a lot of people know me in, in my city for boxing, and the people that do know me, they have a lot. They show a lot of love. But I know that once I fight at home in front of uh, the home crowd, it's going to be like – it's going to multiply by a lot. So I think I'm more mentally prepared for that uh, before, a little more uh, mature for that than I would have been um, if it would have happened last year. So um, by now I'd be a lot more focused on um, on the task at hand because I know before and I was on it I was just thinking about like after – I handle business. I can wait to handle business. So I can do this. Like, like now I'm just more focused on uh, getting the job done. So everything happens for a reason.
0: Right. So it's I guess I guess coronavirus
1: is the reason why uh, Tostano
0: has you down in uh, Mexico for all your fights, right? Just to keep you busy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's like the main reason. So we can stay busy. It's um, it's a lot easier, and he's a small promoter, uh, so he can't. Um, it's not really lucrative for him to spend uh. All the money you put on the show out here for no fans, so
0: right? Right. Awesome.
1: So, right. So, how,
0: how, so, 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 Tuscano Promotions is a is a young company, you're saying, right? How many years have they been around?
1: Uh, I think only like three years. I think they've been in the game about three years, maybe four, at the most, but no more than four. But they're doing. Well, right they, taking- they, they, they're definitely they're
0: definitely taking care of you, though. That's that's for yeah. sure. They got, they're getting yeah. you all these fights, keeping you busy. Uh, how many more? How many more fights do you think you're gonna have uh, before the year's done?
1: Um, so at least three more. So I have this one coming up next uh, next Saturday, and then uh, two more, and probably um, like around July, September, and then uh, November, December is like the the goal. So everything um, goes according to plan. Uh, we'll at least get four. Maybe we can sneak in another one for the year and get five for the year. That'll be great. Um, stay so busy.
0: <laughs> That's busy, man. That's busy considering yeah, the year's busy almost years, up.
1: And- stay sharp keep improving like you said i get better every fight so you know the more fights i get the faster i can get better and i'm um, just that experience in the ring i get more relaxed like more comfortable um knowing how to slow the pace down i'm learning like a lot just like been working on a lot of things i'm looking forward to showing everybody what i've been working on uh this camp um it's just it's gonna be great i'm just really excited for what the future holds for me i feel like i'm gonna go far. so i just right. gotta keep going.
0: So, so this camp, uh, how long is this camp in for? This fight coming up now?
1: Uh, I think about, I think about six weeks once it's over. So about six week camp, like six weeks.
0: What's uh, what's what's a day in camp look like for you? Like, uh, you know, what 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 time do you start? What time do you finish a day?
1: Okay, so um, like say, so strength and conditioning is over now, but uh say in the, prior, the highlighted camp, it'd be um, three days strength and conditioning, uh. Two days are back to back and then it'd be um sparring so say on my day off because i work full-time still too so oh really wow yeah so you're busy man i'm telling you i gotta juggle all types of stuff so Yo,
0: you're grinding that's for sure I'm man grinding, so Full, full-time job full-time job professional boxer it's got to be hard to juggle that man it's got to be uh, hard
1: yeah it's, it's not it's it's um it's, uh, it's a challenge, it's a challenge, but it's not too hard. You know, I'm, I come from, you know, I watched, uh I watched nothing but um hard work come from my, from my mom. So, you know, she's still out, she's still gonna me under the table. So uh, I it's not, not too much for me, but like, um, it does keep you busy, but being busy, Keeps you paid, so you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's right.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's totally right.
1: I don't mind if I was bored. That that means I'm not making no money. So um, so say on my day off, I I get up, uh, I go to strength conditioning. After strength conditioning, I go for a jog. After my jog, um, I train at uh, about six or seven p.m. and then work on drills on the strength conditioning days. And then the days that I'm not, we normally do a lot of drills anyway. And then the sparring days, then it's just like normally I work, so then after work, um, I go, go travel to go spar, depending on where we gotta go. If it's gonna be at our gym, then it's not too bad. But sometimes I gotta go to go to Sacramento, go to Gilroy, go wherever and um go there, come back, go to same shower, all that stuff. So it's just wow. this is non stop grind, man. This is a that's what like, you know, my family, they all understand everybody that supports me, they know they know if they, they it's nice that they invite me, but they know I'm gonna say I can't. <laughs> so, right, 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 right.
0: But you know, that's that's everybody
1: understands, man. Everybody, um, everybody on my love and support me. They all they all know what uh what I do it for that, that I'm not I don't have time like being this busy, I don't have time to get in trouble. So, you know, that's the that's the best part. So Who who are some
0: of the uh who are some of the role models that you look up to in uh, inbox.
1: Uh, Andre Ward is definitely one of my first role models. Like once I start looking at um boxing, like once I once I got into boxing, I started looking at I started Googling great fighters and stuff like that. And uh now past and then Marvin Hagler was the first fighter that I ever watched and started to study. And then it oh, was, uh,
0: Marvin Hagler, yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know it's sad what happened. Yeah, no, yes, that was yeah. that was
1: a little heartbreaking. And then definitely it was Andre ward and then I seen how his personality was. I carried himself. with accolades and he's from Northern California as well. So he became um, an idol of mine and I loved how he carried himself. So uh, he influenced me to be um, a better person, um, a smarter person outside the ring with, as far as not drinking, not smoking, not putting any um, toxins in your body and stuff like that. Cause I, I, I had, a, um, I was a bad kid. So, you know, I was doing stuff like that at like 11, 12 years old. So, um when i seen that and i was kind of i wasn't doing it at the time but i would do it every once in a while and i seen that so that's when i stopped doing it completely and um so that he was a big motivation to me like i'm i have some of his merch and all that stuff but, uh, so like i can't wait to uh, for him to see me fight i've met him before at a meet and greet and i've met his i met Virgil. i scored that Hunter's 100 in front of him so like that but i haven't got to perform in front of andre yet and i look for right. it so i can talk to him once. He probably doesn't remember me, but just to talk to him again and be like, "Hey, I, when I see you, I told you this and that." And there you go. But um, uh, so yeah, so that was my idol. He uh, kept me out of trouble, kept me smart. I like, I loved how he carried himself. Made me want to carry myself in a similar manner, and not just be a real loud, obnoxious, and I'm really not that type of person anyway. Um, but yeah. So my idol inside of boxing, my idol outside of boxing was my trainer. He uh, he also helped mold me mentally and become a stronger uh mentally strong individual individual a better person before i was with lionel i had a different mentality um so he helped make me a better person and that's and we both grew together because um in the past like we've been probably around each other about six years seven years almost six and a half years maybe and we've all we both gotten better mentally everything like the way we carry ourselves everything so um it's just really dope so i got a lot of positive people with loscano everybody like um, a lot of positive people uh, around me, and I got to keep these same positive people around me. I watch you, um, who I share my energy with, because I don't have too much time to too much time. Right. To.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. You, you have the rumor of being a very, very humble, energetic soul, in outside of the ring. And you know what? You got you got a reputation to be a, a fierce, smart, heavy-handed fast, skilled fighter in the ring, yeah. and you know what, honestly, it's, it's, that's a recipe for a champion, man, and, and I believe, I believe we're going to see a belt on you, on you soon enough, man, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta get you in front of the right people, fighting the right people, yeah. and, uh, going from there, really, right?
1: Yeah, and that's another thing, too, about, um, just kind of, you know, that they, they give me the, the right fights, that build me up real nice, um, I think I'm ranked, like, 35 or 36 in the U.S., and then, like, 190, 192 in the world. Yeah, already. So it's like I'm, I'm real happy about that. And um, yeah, it's just about how I carry myself outside the ring. I'm naturally a real mean person, so like it's not hard. <laughs> all, this is, all this, all this, like all this is growth, all this is effort, like it's been a lot of me working on myself, and I can just and I get to let everything out in there.
0: In the ring and leave it there, right? And then I it, keep keeps, it keeps you exactly. keeps you more calm, makes you able to deal with stuff a little easier.
1: Exactly. Like that's why I'm always in the gym because uh, you can ask people that know me. Once I'm out of it, and once I'm like, once I take my little my little time off after the fight to rest and stuff like that. After a couple of days, I get a little cranky. Or like if I haven't been sparring, for say I don't spar for a month, we will work on uh on the technique, and when i not sparring right now, we don't fight. We're not gonna we're not going to we are going to spar too much. But if say I haven't sparred for a month, I start getting more getting more angry, more just get agitated and a little snappy. Yeah, I <laughs> So um, it definitely keeps me it keeps me sane. So I don't have to uh, I don't have to snap on people outside the I ring. I haven't been into a street fight since I started boxing, and, uh, and uh, yeah, I been a street fight since I was like 15, 16 years old. So I don't even I don't even know what to expect out of that these days. <laughs> I think my last street fight I, I knocked somebody out. So I just I feel like I feel like I'm gonna break somebody's face if I fight them now. So I definitely don't want those problems at all.
0: No, 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 no. I, I, you know, I, I understand what you're talking about. Like, I train, I train Muay Thai, boxing, jujitsu, and you know what? Like the whole street thing. You don't want to hit somebody because you're afraid of the damage that you can do. You know, and
1: and then these are my money makers. Man, and I can't be doing nothing. For no, you, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want to, you don't
0: want to, don't want to, break, don't want to break the money makers, and you can't break the money makers. Um, what, what what do you want to be? What do you want to be remembered for when you like hang it up and you leave the sport of boxing and everything?
1: Um, I want to. I always say this. I always say this, and I say when I uh, when I'm done, I want to be a boxing legend. I want to be a legend. Uh, I want to be known as one of the best to ever do it, and um, that's that's my goal. But I also want to be known for as as a great person. That's. My ultimate goal is to be known as a great, a great person, a great father, a great uncle, all that. But um, I also want to be a legend from boxing because there's a lot of boxing legends that are just shitty people. I don't want to be. I don't want to be one of those people, you know. So,
0: all right, you know what? You just answered my next question too. I was gonna ask you, would you rather be feared or loved? But you'd rather be loved, right? No, I'd rather be feared. You want to be feared? I'd rather
1: be feared. I'm telling you, I'm a mean person, man. I'm just. I'm, I can be nice, but I rather you, be feared because uh, love is an emotion that can uh, cause people, um, that can get you hurt, you know? Uh, it's great to be loved. I feel like being loved is amazing. But when you're feared, if somebody fears you, they're less likely to do something to you than if they love you. Because people, cross people they love all the time because they feel like they can get away with it. But if they fear you and they're like, oh, I probably can't get away with it, I'm just, I'm gonna be cool. So, you know, it's safer to be feared than it is to be loved. But it definitely feels better to be loved than feared that's that's
0: you know what it's true it's true
1: it's true you know, you,
0: can't, you can't argue with it yeah. it's true um uh, so what do you what are your short-term goals right now like you have any short-term goals that, that you want to try to accomplish before the year's end
1: uh my short-term goals is just to, um is to win this next fight and then stay healthy and keep myself as healthy as possible stay on the right track to have trouble um and everything else is going to come so it just i take everything one fight at a time. I focus in. Um, I lock in. I make sure I'm doing everything right as much as I can, and um, I know with that I'll I'll be fine. So right now I just want to get through um, my next opponent, and and just be um be as good as possible after the fight, and just look as good as I can, and just perform the, the best of my ability, come out with that victory, and go from there. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs>
0: Okay, like a true champion. Spoken okay, like a true champion, man. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, do you, what do you see yourself accomplishing in say five years?
1: In five years? Yeah. I see myself being um a, a world champion already. Uh, maybe in five years, maybe even two division world champ. Uh, by that time, that'd be that'd be awesome. I see myself being a champion in three years, and then you know after you get that, it will be just move up and get another belt. So. Just keep taking. Just keep taking them one yeah, by one. You know, I'm, I'm a big uh, 135 pounder, so
0: definitely, definitely. I, once,
1: I get, once I get the belt, uh, 140 is probably going to be calling me. Everybody's going to be probably all the top dogs at 135, um, and three is probably going to be at 140. So the big fights are going to be there. So right, you know, like you, I'm, you, you, could, you kind
0: of you hover in that like really, you know. High class, tough division where there's a lot of talent, a lot of fighters. You know, a lot of greats have been there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a hard division to be in. What What do you think separates you from the other guys in your division? Right now,
1: you know, it's crazy. I, I don't really pay attention to other guys in my division. I just focus on what I got to do. But um, I know I'm extremely talented, and I don't. I don't know. Um, and even if they are talented, I work really hard. Like I got a lot to um, to prove to myself. It's not really about everybody else, but I just the goals that I have, uh, I know what it's going to take to accomplish them. And I don't know where their brains at, but I know where mine's at. So I feel like with that alone, I have that edge. And then I got a lot of good people around me. I don't do a lot of things that other people do. Um, I love, you know, it's great to have attention, but I don't seek. I don't do things to, um, to be loud. So I just like to, I just like to work and I love what I do. So if they are the same way, then let's get cracking. That's going to be awesome. But, um, I know a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people do it for the wrong reasons. But, so I feel like that can separate me from uh, from whoever. But like I said, I really don't pay attention to, to anybody that I'm not really fighting or anybody that I don't have love for that's not part of my team or that I want to see succeed. And even then, I pay attention to uh, them as much as I can, uh, as, as really, as in all honesty, um, as much as I can, which is very, very little. I just have to be, I'm just focused on myself, staying in my own lane and getting the work done.
0: So you 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 set really high goals and expectations for yourself. Obviously, you want yeah. the best for yourself. Um, out, of, out of all the fights that you've had, what where, where do you think what do you think is is the worst performance that you did, uh, well had, and and how how did you how did you go about fixing that?
1: Um, I think my worst performance is in my fourth pro fight, and then I just made sure I never did. Uh, what I did in the preparation for that again, so, and even then, like, uh, it's really not even that bad of a performance, but I just didn't like it. I don't like watching it, but um, I like I watch it when I gotta remind myself this why you can't be um playing around. So um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Uh, so,
0: do 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 you do you study do you study the guys that you're gonna fight before you fight them? Like, do you watch a lot of their tapes, or do you just do you just go in there and stick to your game plan, or do you change your game plan for each opponent?
1: Um, it's it's a little bit of both. Like, I I, I watch if I can't find videos of them or a tape of them, me and my coach watch them. Uh, I watch them probably one time, one or two times uh, before you know fight week and then like the day before i watch them a lot but my coach watches them and he comes up with the game plan and the game plan is pretty much the same for everybody right now it's just like kind of stay behind the jab and do me and, and um and just do what i do best and and it's just been working uh there hasn't been too many um things that any adjustments that we need to make we can make in the fight because i know how to we, we work on everything in camp we work on how to do everything boxing compression fighting i know how i really know how to do everything but um you
0: definitely, you definitely do, man. Like honestly, you know, you're you're a young fighter, and I must say that I haven't seen too many young fighters that that are able to use the jab like you do. You you really you really know how to use it and use it to your 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 capability, and and it's it's one of your strengths. And you use it so well to set up your other shots, man. It's 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 brought you so much success already yeah. and um, you know like you, you've got you've got heavy hands man for a small <laughs> guy like like you, you hit like a truck man and and when i watch you put these guys down man it, it, it like makes me hurt sometimes on the inside what's up what, what, what's your favorite punch man what's what's the favorite thing you like to hit somebody with um
1: whatever's open no, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, bye my, my favorite punch to be honest um Cause it's like uh, it's, it comes natural. It's just easy to use, easy to control everything. It's Like you said, set everything up. But um, yeah, the jab and like I can throw any punch. And so whatever I like to, whatever working good at times as My favorite thing to throw. But yeah, I've been told I hit like like a one sixty pounder before from sparring one sixty pounder. So it doesn't hurt. That's why it's like um, I see people's uh, I, people that don't know me or when I first you know with them or sport with them or fight them while I hit them, then uh I see everything kinda of change for them. So like it's hard they're not, they're not expe- they're not expecting to have you. So when I watch uh, other fighters when I watch other my the, my opponents I, I look at everything they do good against that person and then I uh I just be on look lookout for that but I in my mind I know they probably won't do that with me just because of the um, of that factor, just the power factor, because you can get away with it a little bit more when you hit hard Right. So,
0: if you okay, if you can fight anybody, living or dead, tomorrow, who would you pick?
1: I um, don't. Uh, I can't answer that question because I don't really think about stuff like that.
0: No, I think it's just you're just you're just focused. Yeah. Focus on the employment, Focus on
1: the next fight. Focus. Yeah, I am use I'm serious. I really just that, really that focus on. The, like, oh my goodness! Just getting the job done. I'm not really uh. <laughs> Matchmaking and, and like you know, uh, tomorrow t- it's like, uh, I don't know, yeah, yeah, I can understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so is it do you, find, do you find it hard to balance a full time job and do this boxing thing? Um,
1: no, not really, because boxing comes first, so whatever job I have, they understand that. And if they
0: don't, I get another one. So it's not like so <laughs> that's awesome. but honestly, honestly, I I think I think it's not too long before we actually see you in in these spotlight, in these big fights, and to the point where you're not even gonna have to have that job. Man. I see it coming in your future very soon. We just gotta get, we just gotta get you, you know, on a big promotional card with big names and have you fight some some big names, man. And, and honestly, you're gonna take off.
1: Thank I, I like you. That's why I'm not. Uh, I'm not in a rush because i know um i felt like this is like you know this is I me. Mean, and if it's not i'm making it happen so like uh that's why with these like, working jobs like i can't yeah, I work here but it's not my career it's not what i'm going to be doing people say uh i hear people say what do you uh, what do you see yourself with this company kind of in five years i'm like i shouldn't even have to work in five years. Yeah, I just, I'm just, you know. Just oh, in, in five,
0: in, there, there's no way in five years you should be working, man. No way. Not, not with not with your ability.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised. But, but, you know, it is what it is. Whatever happens, you know, um, life's all about it, uh, adjustments. So that's what it is, and that's what it is. Definitely.
0: Well, Wade, I don't want to keep you too much longer, honestly. Yo, great, great, great for, thank you, you know, thanks for coming on, man, thanks for making the time, I know, I know you're really, really busy, I definitely want to get you back on the show later on another time, I'll keep in touch with you through Insta, um, I'm totally going to try and watch your fight, this, this upcoming fight, I know it'll probably stream somewhere where I can find it, yeah. but definitely, if if you have a link that you can provide me, and, and you know, our fans that are watching around the world, you know, provide us that link so we can see you whoop some more ass. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Um, always a pleasure. to Just for people to want to interview me, it's dope. Yeah, I man. Honestly, Fight fans, man. Wade Jones, super underrated, man. You guys got to get this guy on your radar. The guy is a beast in the ring. Humble, man, as you can see from this awesome interview. Great smile. And, you know, he does it right. He does it right, guys. That's what we do on this show, man. We talk about the upcoming, the young and hungry, and the undefeated. And definitely, you have hit that criteria. Thanks for coming on, man. It's a pleasure. And, yo, know, we definitely want to talk to you in the future. And good luck this week coming. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, All right. Take it easy. We'll see you later, Wade. Have a good day. All right. Knuckle up, guys.